revolution has to have humor to it. The vegan shitless are great. Fucking welcome. But anyway, so yeah, Grace, you you were saying it's it might be time to do some drugs. It might be time to do some legal drugs. Um, I should probably do the intro, right? Like our thing that we do. That's the intro. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome to the vegan. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, you rusty. One more time. Fine, just knock the rust off. You can't. One more time. One more time. It's been a minute. We haven't been here. All right. Me, 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 me. Hi guys, welcome to the Vegan Chitlin Circuit. My name is Grace. I am joined with my co-host Ryan and Stephen Marcus Relaford. I always have to say his three names because he has a, a name like uh, '80s movie star. Anyways, yeah, this is where we check in with ourselves to see what's going on with us, what's going on with y'all, and what the fuck is going on with the world. Say hi, guys. Hey, what's up? What the fuck is going on with us? Uh, I'm gonna hear about in the air for a minute. Ryan did go to Atlanta for a minute. I was in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta for a little bit. It's pretty cool down there. I got to see some family, some cousins, tell some jokes. But, uh, (laughs) yo, I I took a 35-minute lift ride with, like, the most entertaining hippie redneck that you're ever likely to meet. It was so much fun. Oh, that's lovely. I, I really like Atlanta as a city. I think that they are constantly pushing the technology on what it means to be a brunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, white people thought they invented brunch, but then black people took it and, like, everything, you know, made oh, it yeah. better. Yeah. White people got, we gonna make a remix version of that shit. The remix hit way harder than the original every time. Mm-hmm. Yo, did this sounds dumb, but I've never thought about it. Black people, did we invent the remix? actually yes serious answer because if you think of like the work songs that we our ancestors on the african continent used to sing and that call and response got you know our black american brothers and sisters and cousins took it turned it into into stuff that like became negro spirituals and then after that that became the blues that became hip-hop like we really have been remixing shit forever so that was a serious answer what is so it called white do covers and black people do remixes Ooh, wake it say up say that again i said white people do covers and black people do remixes oh that's gonna be the sound bite right there because <laughs> 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 i was just curious i was like i'm done wondering yeah what is it called because yeah black people definitely we we just build on top of the greatness before us you know and then we see something whack we know not to deal with it or we remix it to where it's like okay this is actually great again but white people what do they call it when they try to do something that is a cover appropriation shit imperialism stealing (laughs) oh it's there with uneducated and uninitiated (laughs) i'm talking about stealing (laughs) yeah it's a cover for something completely different (laughs) <laughs> it's called opening a museum <laughs> you know what's funny is like if you if if the scale of your theft is large enough you don't get prosecuted like no, you if don't you, if you go in and you still been in jerry's and you get caught you might get a slap on the wrist you, you might go to jail it could happen to you right but if you steal an entire culture or an entire people like you just get a bomb ass country out of it but that's the thing you have to so 
the stealing is is cool and all, but you now have to gaslight the nigga you stole from, and then tell him this was never yours. <laughs> That's how the theft is complete. Like you see what happened with country music. Black yeah. people invented that shit. Black cowboys were, you know, fucking important to to the culture and everything. So it was country. And then they were like, yoink. Yeah. That was and now good. black people think it's weird to listen to the music that they invented. Mm, That's how the theft comes full circle. Unless it's some actual real country Negroes, in which case they don't care. They'll, Absolutely they'll, do not. Shout it. out to all the niggas in Baltimore, Kansas, everywhere that are riding horses right now. North Carolina. <laughs> I just love to see a nigga pull up on a horse. For <laughs> 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 no reason. Uh, but yes, black people invented the remix. White people invented covers. <laughs> It's like that. Did did y'all ever see the Little Richard movie, um, starring Leon, that used to be on BET back in the day? I for sure did not see that. Yeah, I, I did. Oh, I did. Man. Yes, you have. I've you seen see? It. Yeah, I've seen it. Because for for that in that movie, rather, there's that part where uh, Little Richard is doing Tutti Free. Yeah. He's like Tutti Free. Oh, rude! And then he's doing that. He's like, I can do it faster, and he keeps doing it faster, and then the the white guy who's trying to copy the song can't keep up. <laughs> and I love that scene so much. I think it, it's directed by Robert Townsend of, you know, Five Heartbeats fame and so much other things that I cannot remember yeah, at this it, moment. It feels, yeah, it feels, it's shot like, just like one of those films. Exactly. But I love that scene because it was like, yeah, you know, you can try and steal it all you want, but it's never going to have the right sauce. Always going to taste a little off. Yep. You can always try to steal the recipe, but you can never duplicate the sauce. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Just because you got all the ingredients don't mean you can make the cake. And mm. that's word to Elvis Presley. Who got a movie coming out Yep, that's what we need. Dude who is fucking teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with uh, his his stealing of the swag because there there was a scene in the preview that I saw where he's talking to some black dude. I don't know who it was. And I I would think with the times now and with Hollywood being Hollywood and being like liberal leaning that they would at least acknowledge it a little bit, but they might just be on some complete bullshit. I don't know. Oh, they would be stupid not to. You yeah, gotta address that shit head on. No, they gonna make it. They gonna make it in a way to where <laughs> it looked like he was actually helping the dude who gave him all the shit. Like, I hope they have do. some blindside shit to where, or some radio shit, bro. It's gonna be like Elvis was getting guitar lessons from a a mute or some shit. It's like a black, <laughs> like he was just a prophet, but uh, nigga, nigga had one leg or some shit, you know? Just, just a guy that was never going to make it for other He was never going to make it. They're going to make it so that way they can say, no, no, it wasn't because he was black. It was because he was blind. He wasn't going to make it on stage. It's because he didn't have a leg, so he wasn't going to make it on stage. That's what it was. Y'all are wrong for that. They gonna give him a hell of a handicap, and then they gonna make it look <laughs> like they're best friends. Wrong for this, I tell you now. <laughs> the worst people alive. What happened oh, was they was in a band, and then <laughs> they had to take a train, and the black dude couldn't board the train. He was like, "All right, well, I guess this is where we part." <laughs> I'm going to carry the show on, and then I'll be back. Remember when we made that pact that said we're going to make it at all costs? 
well, nigga, you the cost. So I'll be seeing you. Wow. Wow. How do you feel now that you got that out your system, <laughs> you bastard? No, no, I feel, I feel, I feel pretty good about it. I, I feel like that was an accurate accounting of the Elvis Presley story. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Now do Johnny Cash, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the ring, no, can't do it. I forgot that I couldn't sing for a second. That was, it was gonna be off key, friend. It's okay. You were trying to hit that shy, you know, shy when they sang that long note, my friend. That was what she was trying to do, and it did. Man, that mm, all time, all time great song right there. That is the song that if you really want niggas to know you can sing at the talent show. Who would attempt that at the talent show? Oh man, we we had some. What you mean? Who would niggas. attempt that at the talent show? Damn, that's a closet. Mm-hmm. And that would be that. the one that people would hype you up, even if you was doing bad. <laughs> I, I went to school with like a whole bunch of Asians. So uh, or at least. See, the girls, the Asians uh, loved them some R&B, too. See, the girl, I remember the ladies, the, 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 the niggas would do Shy and uh, Music Soul Child, and then the ladies would do uh, Week, some other shit. Some, oh, uh, yes. Some or, so oh, shit, here she go. Here go Annabelle again. Here she go. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I can hardly speak. Yes. Man, I hope I hope our podcast gets on at some point. We just have a radio show and just play all the hits, play all the good stuff. Well, I mean, now that we're a Spotify exclusive, <laughs> cut this part, Ryan. Throw up a flag. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, all right, so yes. It. So what's going on with y'all? What's going on with the world? Right, so Atlanta, the hippie. I got to tell you all about the redneck hippie that, that my Lyft driver. So we started the conversation just talking about, like, he had dogs and a blue-nosed pit bull and red-nosed pit bull. So we were talking about that and the difference between, like, dog breeds. And then I just said, isn't it crazy that, like, dogs used to be wolves? Like, wow, the breeding is nuts. And then he started feeling comfortable with me real early on. So he was like, hey, can I tell you my theory about the origin of humanity. That's really what you want to hear. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, yes, let's go. Mm-hmm. Game time, right? Because, like, this dude really looked, he looked like a Duck Dynasty, but you could tell he was, like, a hippie also. It was a weird overlap. But uh, he said, I think that we were created by aliens, but not just, like, one set of aliens, but multiple aliens, and each alien colonized a different continent and humans were their projects and that's why we as humans all look different because they made us but they kind of made us like in their own image or to their own uh to their own specifications basically like car manufacturers and i was like okay that's pretty fun like i I dig that he's like yeah and i think the reason i really believe it is because how else do you explain the slanted eyes that asians have oh god oh shit (laughs) he went straight there huh because oh well, he he could he could understand and he could explain it because he's seen aliens or what <laughs> right because he could he could understand different skin color different heights different builds but the one thing like where he drew the line was that eyes that are smaller than other eyes like he couldn't get over it and his his backup was you know Machu Picchu or Maya's Incans you know somewhere in Central America South America those old empires like the the runes and glyphs that they have there where 
y'all know they have pretty good evidence that Africans were there like way, way, way before Europeans got there. And Mm -hmm. there's sculptures of what seem to be African faces and pictures of what seem to be African faces. So he said there's those, but then there's also maybe ones of Asian folks. I don't know. And then also one that's like clearly just an alien. Like it's clearly not a person. Oh, he's been watching Ancient Aliens. Probably. But here's my thing with the racism and xenophobia being exhibited in this, right? Is that the nigga can somehow understand migratory patterns, (laughs) can understand history, can understand all of these other fucking things. But right right there, right at the racism, he had to draw the line. Mm -hmm. He was right at the possibility that genetics could, you know, is is nuanced and we don't understand it fully. He was like, eh, not gonna bother understanding biology. I'm just gonna blame it on racism. And you know what? Or rather, I'm just gonna use racism. And you know what? I like his laziness. Um, that is inspirational lazy. It's very selective laziness because we literally just came off a conversation about like, isn't it wild that chihuahuas and wolves are genetically the same? <laughs> But like you, the fact that like Asian eyes are what like a quarter of an inch, like small, like that was. <laughs> and I mean that's a feature that's primarily, I guess, tied to Asian folks. But it doesn't mean it's not a feature that doesn't show up in other races of people. Like it's 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 just a feature. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. This is I, weird. I found it, I found it hilarious because he. Like, he didn't say it with obvious hate in art or anything. It was just complete and utter racial ignorance where it's like, bro, like, you clearly don't have a mirror that you use because you got to look at yourself when you're saying this. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's so It's not great. supposed to make sense, though. Yeah, everything I don't understand, I'm going to start blaming it on aliens soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually do that now, but, like, he has inspired me to commit. Yeah, it was a really interesting conversation. I'll tell you, he was he was entertaining through and through. Then we started talking about fentanyl and how that's getting in the weed. And he was like, well, yeah, fentanyl comes from China. So it's China basically trying to poison the water. And then he somehow connected China to the Russian invasion and saying that isn't it interesting that they time the fentanyl when they're going to collect on the U.S. debt. And then if we don't come clean, then we're going to go to war. And then Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop it's like I don't really know what's happening. Some of mm, it feels very. Mm. Some of this feels very not true. <laughs> mm. I love when when the reaches. I love a good reach. I just love listening to it sometimes. But you know, it's it's the difference between somebody who's just an innocuous conspiracy theorist and then somebody who's like a full QAnon fucking insane batshit crazy person. And that line <laughs> is is thinner and thinner every day. <laughs> Oh, and you know, the best thing, well, I don't even know if this is the best thing he told me, but I forgot about this. He said that apparently one time he had given a ride to some CDC person, either like a CDC bigwig or just someone who was allegedly in the know. Mm -hmm. His cousin at the Pentagon. Yep. mm -hmm. And he said that that dude told him that while they can't really say definitively, like he knows that covid came from a lab in wuhan china like that's okay and i'm gonna be very honest y'all i wouldn't be surprised at all if covid came from a lab in wuhan china and 
The only reason I say that is because I also wouldn't be surprised if COVID came from a lab in fucking Alberta or somewhere in the U.S. Like, it, it's not because it's Chinese. It's because it's a superpower, and superpowers always be on some fuck shit. So if you tell me it came from Russia, if you tell me it came from China, or you tell me it came from America, I, if there was evidence, I would be like, yeah, that's we would do that. You know, I, I don't care how it got here. I care that it don't get here again and that it go away so that we can get back to regularly scheduled fucking. Like, can we get back to that? Wait, did you say get back to regularly scheduled fucking? Mm-hmm. What, what's regular scheduled fucking for you? Um, I just feel like, you know, the pandemic really, like, put a lot of, what's the word? Throw a monkey wrench in my plans. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to understand how we can get the wrench out like it's very hard to be like oh yeah i'm you know i'm back to to being the slut again and then like like stds is like you know bad this one is worse Mm. when's the last time you got some nookie oof man i asked you before in a previous podcast so and i actually don't think you told me i think you said man god has forgotten that i'm one of his children i believe i think and it's still the answer that i want to stick with because Mm. hasn't he (laughs) is it not evident that that is in fact what has occurred. I'm you just get out here. What is what is the landscape? Why do you think that I'm also picky? Like I don't kind of just. Look What's anywhere. the landscape out there looking like? Is it just not that fruitful? Was it? What, um, what's happening? Are you feel like you, you? Okay, let me let me be honest. Here's a fucked up thing that happened. Right over the pandemic, I like opened up myself to. Oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I started becoming a better person. Mm. Mm-hmm. So disgusting. Because before know. you were, I was I, but like mm-hmm. I was I, <laughs> I was I. Like I wasn't like fucking Ted Bundy or anything, but like you know, I was I. Okay, okay, okay. So I started becoming like a better person, trying to learn more about myself, how to show up better for people. And like, you know, see people as people and things. And that has really thrown a monkey wrench in everything. Uh, yeah, you can't get you can't get as much cut up when you're a nice person and you see people as people. You have to see them as sexual conquests if you want to get it in on the right. Exactly. And yeah. also not to be picky at all, which that part, I'm sorry, man, I cannot agree with you. I I can't. I care about who I'm sharing. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. I care about who I'm sharing this connection with. Oh, my God. Oh, you're viewing sex as a connection and not a... It's so gross. Please, God, don't. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're you're becoming evolved. Sounds painful. A lot. Yeah, I just, like, had to sit for a year with my own feelings. And let me tell you, my brain is probably not a place I'd like to traverse that deeply. Um, so never again. Um, I'm also in therapy. Might cut that off. Have told my therapist. She laughed. Um, I was serious. <laughs> hey, I think I need to quit therapy. <laughs> and she was like, why? I was like, I think it's working a little too much. And she's like, what do you mean by that, Greens? And I was like, well, I, I was already an overthinker before this, but now I am overthinking whether I am 
an overthinker and whether I'm a good person. Like that is a lot for me. So like less of that. And she was like, you know, this is stuff we can tackle here in therapy, right? And I was like, um, girl, okay, I guess. Cool. I solve the problem using the problem. <sighs> Ugh, it's just so much. It's so much. Yeah, Shout funny. out to my therapist. She deals with so much. Because that's exactly why I'm... She wanted to see where this goes. She was like, I can't have you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple of friends whose therapist broke up with them. Either because they felt like they were in a good place in their healing, or they were just like, probably did not like them as clients and wanted them to go away. I've seen it happen. It's not pretty. Oh, God. That's got it. There's no way to rationalize that other than, wow, I can't pay someone to listen to my problems. <laughs> mm hmm. That's all that means. That's. <laughs> yeah, it's really like there's no therapist out there. There's no therapy for me. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> hey, if I give you $100 every hour when you listen to my problems, honestly, no. <laughs> no, not for, for you, no. Nah, bro, you <laughs> for everybody else, times. maybe. But for you, hell no. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> Why'd you get therapy? To help people? You were... Don't love you that much. Oh, my God. You, not a lovable face. Ooh, that's... <sighs> the worst fit. Do you... Man, man. Like, I heard some of your shit, my nigga, and maybe, like, don't bring that back here. Don't bring that back here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is um this is life currently. So, because that horrible fucking transformation has happened, I approach life differently now. Mm, you can't give in to your hedonistic tendencies. And I really, really want to. That's why I thought this, you know, World War Three thing was just gonna open the floodgates and we were gonna be out here. Nah, you put your chastity belt on. Oh God, ew. Especially yeah. being gay. That's so ill. Yeah, I heard that you shit clear here. You did. You out here trying to be a best friend. Mm-hmm. You made your best friend like uh, that's that's how that's how it works. You know, I I could be using the wrong terminology, but I, I think uh, maybe in India they they call it. You know, you got to break your karma or break the karma because you're just so used to to living in sin, basically, that mm-hmm. you just want to go back to it, even though it kind of sounds like you're acknowledging that it's not good for you, but it's familiar and it's comfortable, so you just mm-hmm. progress to that place because even though it's bad for you, at least you know it. Mm-hmm. And I like to say it's like, oh, I am familiar with the topography of this particular hell. Um, mm-hmm. That you do know. Yes, 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 yes. I know. I know how to get there. I know the nuts and the crannies of it. Now you want me to go like traverse another layer of hell? Oh, God. But that Ew. just means you're opening up yourself to you know, a different pool of people, right? Different prospects. Don't speak life other, into me right now, nigga. Other, okay. You gotta go through <laughs> the orders and fucking, uh, Don't affirm go me. Bookstores. Yeah. Go to the library and shit. You got a nighttime job and you got some, you got to date daytime hoes. So you got, you got this nighttime <laughs> comedy shit and it's not, it's not going, you ain't going to meet none of these daytime hoes during the night like that. Like you got to be out during the day. These nine to five bitches is what you need. You need one of these. That's that's exactly where you at. You I'm very straightforward. Right it's also very different for male <laughs> comics and like women comics because y- y'all will go up there and be like, "Hey, 
I am broken inside. Here are all of the ways. And then women would be like, I can fix him. And then women get up and say similar jokes. And it's like, damn, bitch, really? You living like this? Wow, that's horrible. Um, Wait, so, 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 all right, well, two things. First of all, fucking daytime hoes, goddamn. <laughs> that was fucking funny to me. Secondly, so you saying that women want to fix men, but women don't want to fix other women? It depends. Because, you know, like, there's an expectation there um, that women are a little bit more put together. Like, I hear this from straight women all the time. It's like, you know, if my boyfriend cheats on me one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to I'm gonna start dating girls. And I'm like, yeah, please come over here. Please, um, please come over here. So that, you know, the next time a woman cheats on you is with your fucking auntie. Like, I just <laughs> want to be clear about that. It is in the most devastating ways. Okay. It's not just, oh, I'm cheating on you. It's like, I'm breaking you. You will need like a year or two to completely heal from the shit. Oftentimes. Not saying that y'all don't need a year or two, but I think that, you know, society allows y'all to fuck the pain away um, and still be called cool. Society allows us to try to fuck the pain away, but that shit mm-hmm. does not work. At least not. Oh, it doesn't. I only tried it once. Like, cause I dated this chick for maybe four months. So we never really got out of like, or I should say, I never really got out of the honeymoon phase, but she, she cut it off like seemingly out of nowhere. And so I, I, I lived with four dudes and one of them was like, dude, happens to all of us. Just go get some, just come up on some kitty and everything will be fine. And I was like, all right. every, every fucking episode, you give us a new 1970s phrase. That means fucking. <laughs> Please keep going. You yeah, love exploitation film. <laughs> yeah, he did just run past, uh, come up on some kitty. You heard it, right, Steven? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, well, who's uncle you been kicking it with? <laughs> nah, boy, you just go out there and come up on some kitty. Everything will be some out. Some kitty. He said some cut. He said some kitty. I just, you are a walking black black exploitation. Please keep going. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> Anyway, I, so I got on Tinder and I ended up uh, like one night stand with this chick and oh man, I forgot the details of this story and now I'm remembering them. And like I hit it without a hat and it, it was bad. And then as, as soon as soon as I came, I I wanted to cry. I was still too emotional oh, no. to do it. Yeah. It was on your Will Smith shit. Yeah, man. I was I wasn't like about to cry, but I was just, I felt so empty like afterwards. And I was oh, like, oh no. God, this this meant nothing. This was not you perfect. having thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Yeah. Cause not y'all hear that, ladies? Men got feelings too. We care deeply who we smash. We want to smash them all, but we care. It's okay. true. Like, cause it's it's just I don't know. I guess everyone probably doesn't think that, but it's just better when you smash someone that you really like. You know? Truly. It's it. Cause you know what it is? The, the, the smashing may or may not be better, but it, it probably is going to be. But the post coitus interaction is so much better. So you know, it's even better though. Huh? Smashing someone else and then smashing the person you like, cause they still going to stay with you. <laughs> I see Steven is a cheating advocate. Um, no, he just said the person that you like. Oh, 
But then smashing someone else because the person that you like gonna stay with you. Is that right, Steve? That's right. That's right. Uh huh. Cheating advocate. <laughs> <laughs> like, what better feeling than know that? How you gonna know that that's the person for you if they don't go mm. through the trials and tribulations of? Mm. So you are you purposely putting else. people through struggle love. <laughs> it's not struggle love. It's stress testing. It's, it's a stress mm. quality control. I know mm-hmm. what's good at the house. I know we got meatloaf at the house. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and get a burger down the street. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to the meatloaf tomorrow. And you're going to say this on stage, and as, as I'm saying, a woman will try to fuck you. Like, she will want to fuck you. <laughs> and that is what I'm saying. Succeed. This is what I'm saying. Also, because y'all standards are, you know. But, um, yeah, this is this is the main issue. He just said this. He just said, he just said this. And okay. no, I, feel, I feel you. Hey, Stephen, I feel you on this stress test thing, because it's like you watch the commercials of like Range Rovers and stuff, and they climbing over walls mm-hmm. out here in. Swamp. Look at you see the new Bronco can do a crab walk. You want to know if your girl can do a crab walk or not? Not everybody can. You don't need to do the crab walk all the time. You pretty much, know, but it's good to know where the line is. And this is why ability. y'all's girls be cheating on you. You just want to find out how strong they are. And you never find out. They do be cheating. No, they do. I do find mm-hmm. out. Ain't no girl gonna see you. Hey, chick sent me some nudes and you know, I didn't respond right away. I'm out like, and that's another thing. Are you supposed to respond to the nudes immediately? Cause you can be out running around doing shit. Like you need a moment to respond to the news or you got to, I don't know. I don't know what the- It, it, it depends. I feel like if it was just out the blue in the middle of the day, I'm gonna get to it when I'm getting to it. But if we were in the process of conversing and I'm not giving you compliments, then I'm probably being a dick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with Grace, because that happened with me with the shorty the other day, where I was definitely the asshole because like she hit me with like a, a sex kind of out of nowhere. It was something like, you know, I want Was it invisible inked? It wasn't invisible. You be using invisible ink on, on the sex, Grace? Oh, for for news, yeah. Like if if again, if I don't know where you are, you might be at work. I'm an invisible ink. Mm. So you let me know to a whole new dynamic. I'm not even up on the invisible. Yeah, you got an invisible ink again. See, I be fucking with people who got shit to lose. Know what I mean, <laughs> got my dick out there all permanently. Nah, you got an invisible ink. It so and also if if your shit's about to be screenshotted, it just makes it slightly hard. Whoever's gonna do it is gonna do it. Um, I've also uh, <laughs> I've also been with somebody who sends them with watermarks. Um, watermarks? Absolutely, and she knows who the fuck sent it to. Um, that part is very interesting because she she knows she's gonna do big things in the future, and she's just like, I want to know who leaks it. <laughs> Yo, that's cheat out. She was like, I want to know who leaks it. Like, first of all, I'm sending you really good ones. So I'm not mad at you leaking it because I look good. Fuck it. But I want to know who does it because one of you is going to. And I was like, damn. You're right, though. Yeah, I was I was the asshole one time because uh, she, you know, said something like, oh, like, Okay. Let's get it in, and then I I just said, oh, she said I want you, and I said prove it, like pretty much immediately. But then she didn't text me back for like fifteen minutes, so in that time, I just fell asleep, 
and then oh no yeah and then i woke up to like the nude picture she sent and i was like yo i'm sorry that's that's on me i'm a dick i i, I fell asleep my bad oh yeah i'm so. i being 30 is, is is killing me on that front it, i have fallen asleep on the late. phone during phone sex i have fallen asleep Sorry to admit it, mid-head. Um, wait, 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 wait. You said during phone sex you fell asleep mid-head? No, no, no. I've also fallen asleep mid-head. Oh, my God. Yeah. Grace, you're a fucking savage. That's worse than anything that Steven said. I know. No, yeah, no, it's not. that's worse than anything I said. That's worse than anything no, I said. No, it's yeah. not. Hold on, it hold is. On. Ain't nowhere in the history. I was super drunk. No. That's the rudest thing I've ever heard. Oh. No. You gonna fall asleep while someone's giving you some coitus. That's foul. I yep. was so drunk, bro. Man. Nah, man. Nah. I was knocked. Nah. I was super knocked. But then again, you is that my was fault? It's like, nah, try again. I'm is done. that my fault? Is that me that did that? I don't know about that. Let's think about it. Okay. Maybe, maybe if it was better, maybe I wouldn't have fallen asleep. I don't know. Maybe. Hey, that's right. <laughs> I would just. All right, I'm back on your side, Grace. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but isn't that on you to be like, yo, hey, uh, that shit's whack. I, look, I'm trying to save myself from this admission, Stephen. Please. Yeah, no, okay. no, I feel it. No, I, I see what Grace is saying because, like, if the cut off no, ain't shit, I you. like, what sends a better message? You know, actions speak louder than words. She could say Dude. this head ain't shit, or she could fall asleep and let this person really look in the mirror and be like, "I got to do better." Y'all got me feeling mm. so bad. I I will not text her. What that got? I, I mean, yeah. I what does that do for sorry. her self confidence, though? It's probably like, you know, it depends. Every obstacle in life, it depends on how you face it, okay? It, somebody could have taken that and been like, oh, no, my head game is trash. But a real winner with a real winner's attitude would have been like, I'm taking that on the chin, literally, and I'm going to, you know, make sure that next time I'm coming with the, with the, with, I'm sorry. There's no way I could flip this. It was the worst thing ever. What if she seen it differently and was just like, "Damn, I'm so good. I put this bitch to sleep." Exactly. You see, there's so many. There's so many ways we can approach this. Ain't nobody got an ego that big. <laughs> Come on now. That's not. That's not how the game is played. <laughs> oh, I was knocked. Oh man, woke up though. I was like, "What? Huh? No, nope. see, I think, mm -mm, well, still I think here. that works." I think that works for you too, Grace. Just like, you know, men has their problems that they present out to the world. You saying that you fell asleep while the girl was giving you head. I think, you know, our listeners would be like, dang, I'm going to give Grace a head to prove that she won't go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So here it if works. you're a real winner, prove it. If you're better, prove it. And if you're good looking and read let me know. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you, hey, you, we, we gonna get you some off this podcast, all right? If this is the place it's coming from, then I am also scared. I want you to know that. <laughs> Grace, Grace, if, if your conscience has grown to the point where you can no longer be a sexual conquistadora, then you just have to be the sexual conquest. That's now you're, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conquer me, baby. It didn't gathered. Yeah, I am the new world. You feel me? Mm hmm. Um, conquer me, baby. 
Let's go. Standard, the Nina, the Pinta, Pinta, and the Santa Marias. All of them. Over here, doll. I'm using all of seventh grade history right now. I can't believe that you remember the names. It's very impressive. Yeah. It ain't it ain't 1792, but you can mm-hmm. sail this ocean blue. Come on. Oh, yeah. Let them know. I'm, I'm sure that's what they want to hear. Yeah, splash waterfalls. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I've uh, lost uh, it now. Man. <laughs> I've lost it entirely. I'm so sorry. I'm not looking for nobody's validation or respect. This shit was unique. It's like catching light, lightning in the bottle. This is great, man. The vegan chitlin circuit. Fucking welcome. Like the revolution has to have humor to it. Humor to it. Like catching light lightning in the bottle. The vegan chitlin circuit. Fucking welcome.